Welcome to the Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, food, and real estate advice. My name is Pete, and I'm joined with the voice of Lake Forest High School Basketball Football Across Chess, Steve Skin Walker. Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers and listeners just like you, like Shark Guy Beach Fishing, Premier South Florida Beach Fishing Experience on Alonbo Key, Florida, the world renowned captains not only put you on the fish, but to help you and your family make a memory of a lifetime. Check them out on Facebook at SharkGuyBeachFishing.com to schedule an outing. Shark Guy is your guy for next charter. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our patron supporters. Reverend Luca from the Church of the Holy Spirit. Matt Ale is the sea coast of Lance Otto, RDM, Broadstop Breakfast Group in Kenosha, Captain Mike's in downtown Kenosha, Greentown Tavern in Waukegan, and welcoming our newest supporter, Johnny C. How you doing, Scoop? Doing good, Pete. No chess team. I don't announce that. I don't know if they have it. They might. Oh, dude! Could, I could see you doing chess so easily, especially <laughs> speed speed chess. I don't even know the rook to pawn. What a great move there! <laughs> what is he thinking? <laughs> I think he's looking right now at how he can capture the queen. <laughs> oh, ooh! That was a great move by the knight to pawn. He- he withdraws and he topples his king match over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's about three moves away from checkmate. <laughs> Scoo, Maddie and Tay, man, you psyched? Absolutely. Maddie I, and Tay. I'm psyched for the other ones. I've never heard Maddie and Tay stuff, but big, I, big. We, I put we a little on our, uh, We postponed our uh, block party. Because smart, yeah. If you want Oak, people to show Oak, up, Oakwood's going to be packed. Well, we weren't having it on Saturday, but uh, yeah. Speaking of block parties, when is that party? Because trying to figure now, it out, trying to figure it out. We had such a great success last year that uh, you know, got to do it again. We got some new people on the street. Yeah. yeah Somebody said we, we did it right. Somebody sent me a note. Lake Bluff has a back-to-school block party. A whole bunch of block. Gorton has a block party September 17th. Yeah, those are big ones. I'm talking just Oakwood. Well, I thought Oakwood, Oakwood was the big one. <laughs> Not as big as those. <laughs> hey, I yeah, had... Everyone's uh, getting their black back-to-school block parties. Groove on. Getting your fashionable masks. You think we'll have masks coming up again? Absolutely. It's inevitable. <laughs> Jeez, are you kidding me? I called it last year at the end of school. Yeah. That they're going to have it back, but hopefully not. You know, I'm, like I said, I was in Montana. You know, I'm not a big traveling guy, but, I, you know, I'll go and, you know, if the price is right. And uh, I'm just sitting in the airport and I see all these people with masks on. I'm like, Thank you for not breathing on me, but I'm breathing all over the hell for you. Like what I, I don't get uh I don't know. Scoot, hey man, if it makes you feel good, you put a mask on. If you're gonna put a mask on, why don't you put on like a Batman mask? You know what I mean? The, the only masks that I think should be worn, and it's it's a positive coming out of COVID, yeah, is the the uh, food servers and cooks. I True. Mean, shouldn't that have been done in the first place? I mean, they wear hairnets and all that, but you know, <laughs> if you think about it, you know, COVID kind of made you look at stuff and saying, "Yeah, you know, that server." And I went to the restaurant last night, sneezed right before they had my handed me my dinner. But you know, maybe that's and, the only one. But, and they didn't have any gloves on. Right. I don't. It's crazy. Scoo, what can I tell you? Hey, it's where are we living now? So, Scoo, I got a little little note here. Um, I just watched your podcast on YouTube. So interesting. I totally appreciate how honest you guys are about things. My husband and I are looking at homes in the area, and when asked about flooding, 
none of the realtors would give us a straight answer. Everyone seems to be trying to pretend it doesn't happen or they act like they don't know, which just makes it more suspicious. Your podcast is one of the only places we actually found someone not trying to conceal it. Thank you. We haven't ruled out Lake Forest, but if you have time, I'd really love to hear your advice on what streets or sections to avoid buying and if we are trying to avoid a flooded basement. Boy, that could get us into some interesting... (laughs) (laughs) Some homeowners would be... Here's what I do know from the great Art Miller. I think it's Green Bay Road. Everything kind of angles down towards the lake. That's where the water wants to go. Is that right, Scoo? Yeah, okay. (laughs) I don't know how Art would be the expert, but yeah, everything flows to the lake. I mean... Well, okay. Look at the topography of Lake Forest. It's hilly uh, everywhere, and it kind of goes to the lake. Yeah. Okay. And the ravine. I'm just throwing out what I what I remember, and I, yeah. I have no problems being corrected, which I'm sure I'll get a lot. I'm I, sure a lot. I of... am not an engineer, nor is art, <laughs> but uh, okay. Yeah, everything flows to the lake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, then I said it. All right, and then I said it. But are there any areas or is that just a sticky wicket where people are going to get pissed because, you know, they can't sell their house and. No, I, I mean, again, I'm not a realtor and I always encourage uh, people like with my business, I, I get the experts calling me all the time, but I always yeah. try to have people stay in their own lanes when they're discussing this type of stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, where to buy a house? I, I mean, your basement's going to flood if you know the water comes down too much or if you don't have the proper drainage at your house it doesn't matter where you are unless you're buying on let's say and i hate to bring lake bluff into the fray and all that unless you're buying a house on the golf course there which you not because there's no houses i mean it's your basement's gonna flood unless you protect it the right way yeah with 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 drains you know, sump pumps, uh, and as well as uh, insurance protection. But Dakota uh, Insurance Group has your back, Scoo, because why? Because that's what friends are for, Scoo. But yeah, I mean, to say, you know, where, if I buy here, you know, is it going to happen? Uh, <clears throat> again, <laughs> if you're up on a hill, you know, chances yeah. are, you know, but again, I mean, it's all based on, um what your individual property, how it's graded. And you know, if you have your, if you're buying a house and the, the grade is pitching towards your house, yeah. <laughs> then I, I guess, you know, you're susceptible to rain. But um, I mean, that's, I wouldn't say that, you know, what's going to determine where you buy, but, you know, look at the last rain. I mean, that just, I think, impacted Lake Forest, Lake Bluff, and maybe some yeah. Island Park and all that. I mean, it came down. I mean, you can't, um, you know, buy your house based on what you think, you know, the rain falls going to be. But... Well, actually you can, because that's what this person's doing. It's like, I'm not going to go to Lake Forest because nobody's telling me well, what's, yeah. You know, a lot of these people kind of screaming and hollering with the past rain, blaming the city and all that. I mean. Well, dude, it, it, you, you know, people, <laughs> I know people with million dollar million dollar plus houses with all the protection in the world they still flood so when that rain comes and it it comes lately in droves not just kind of oh it's drizzling out you know for three hours it came down in droves and you know it's basically the the pipes in the city you know you can point blame on whoever but when it doesn't matter if you have a 15 inch pipe or 35 inch pipe or four inch pipe if the yeah. rain comes and they can't handle it there's yeah. you know but again everyone should have on their insurance policy if they have you know they should have water backup coverage which is an optional coverage and don't fall for these really these companies that only offer a minimal amount of it um you know so you know a lot of people you know you should have if it's cost effective flood insurance that's a separate coverage yeah. But um, that only kicks in in certain situations. But uh, you know, and you should have sump pumps and all that other stuff. So, but yeah, you know, but from it, a home from a home purchase standpoint, people have to disclose this stuff now if they've had water and all that. So, yeah, but they don't. They yeah, should, but they, but they don't. They they do have to by law. I know by <laughs> I mean, law. 
So, I mean, but that's, but then again, that's, you get into a whole sticky wicket, like you yeah. said, of, you know, did the uh, inspector do the right job? Did the inspector yeah, know yeah. this stuff? And, you know, a lot of times, you know, people want houses mm. and all this, and they're going to turn an eye to it to get the house, which is fine, but you got to understand what you're walking into. Yeah. And, and usually when I have clients buying houses, we're going to, you know, get numbers for them and all that. And we can tell if, you know, prior owner had claims and all that but uh well there are certain places that flood more sure. than others that's a, sure. that's a fact and people yeah. want to know that so right and i i also understand that if you're in a place you're trying to sell it you don't want to say it's prone to floods you know right i get it well Scoo, i was in arlington I, heights I, yeah. I i my my that was my big house purchase and i'll never do it again the day of closing the next day there was a rain to some pump failed and mm -hmm. the basement flooded on the first day i owned the house you know what oh, i mean i've had people so, yeah well what are you gonna do i mean so you hope you have the right yeah insurance to get you back to square yeah i'm down there with a mop so i i well here let me transition into uh you know what a berm okay. is a berm yeah. what is a yeah. berm i don't know the actual definition but it's a well i'm gonna put it here built. but i didn't know yeah. It's a little mound you build to, you know, either block out a view or, you know. How are they used in Lake Forest? The reason I'm bringing it up, there was a planning commission and uh, you had uh, a, a homeowner, rep, homeowner represented by an architect or lawyer or something. And they said, hey, mm -hmm. man, we want to put a berm in there. And then, you know, who comes in there, puts the hat on. Right. Sheriff Zerniak. <laughs> and we get the whole. Sheriff, I call her the sheriff. Okay. She, she runs. Well, she's the, the planning uh, commission person, right? You got to run everything by her, right? Well, she does a lot of stuff for the city, but yeah. She well, when it comes down to planning, yeah. if you yeah. want to get something done, she's she, she's the one you go to. And I just sit yep. and sit. From what I hear, she's she is the person you got to be friends with. Kathy, hopefully I'm friends with you. But uh, you had somebody want to put a berm in. I never heard of it before, so I looked it up. And like you said, you use it to block off stuff. And it seems to me they're trying to hide the uh, railroad tracks where this berm was, was going into. Mm -hmm. and then you had another owner that lives two houses down was concerned because if you put the berm in there is the water right. going to run back right. on their property good evening my name is sarah pickus and i did write a letter to the plan commission board members and i just wanted to reiterate a few points that i made in my letter uh, i live on beverly place and although my entrance is around the corner from the proposed berm location and the homeowner's property. My backyard is just two properties north of the proposed berm location. My biggest concern as a homeowner, of course, is the impact to the surrounding neighbors. And uh, of course, <coughs> huge concern when there's a significant amount of rain from a storm and the amount of time it takes for the accumulated rainwater to drain um, from our yard. We, um, so I have concerns about the drainage of the water, as we've clearly stated or discussed. And uh, living in our home for 20 years, we've seen a lot of uh, rainwater um, coming our direction, and I'm not excited about seeing more coming our way. Uh, it also looks like there's a significant number of trees that will be taken down for this project. And my question would be to the homeowners, uh, what are they trying to shield themselves from? Um, the sites, the sounds, the location, or all of the above regarding the train and the tracks. Um, I, I, I guess, not that it's any of my business, but I'm not sure how a berm would better serve you in comparison to the natural shield we already have of the dense forest of trees. Um, I am not in favor of cutting down trees to replace them with a berm. Uh, I believe they're a beautiful year-round um, point of scenery to have, and they provide a sanctuary for the various wildlife we have living in this forested area. 
And not to mention, I, I believe the trees provide a natural shield to those of us living closer to the train tracks when we have trains passing by. And uh, in closing, I'd just like to say that my husband Louie and I have lived closer to the train tracks than most of our Beverly Place neighbors uh, for the last 20 years. Um, this is because our house sits further back off the street and we personally have never had any issues with excessive noise, nor have we had any problems with our children wanting to play near the tracks when they were younger. Uh, we all know the train tracks are part of the Lake Forest geography and something everyone deals with on one level or another, but one level or another by living here. I can say it hasn't been an issue for me, but I don't think the answer is taking down trees and building up the earth to provide protection. Thank you. Right. Thank you very much. Is that what happens with them? I, I guess it good, makes sense. Yeah. You got a yeah. hill. I mean, yeah. good. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, a lot of people do use that to divert water, but again, to do that, you got to get it approved because you got to take into consideration your neighbors. Right. And fortunately, unfortunately, we have Lake Forest is a condensed area and you have neighbors, which is a great thing. So, you know, I mean, yeah, it's got to get approved and not only for the diversion of water, but, you know, sometimes it's kind of unsightly. Doesn't fit in with the streetscape and all that of the neighborhood. There's a whole it's process a that they have to go through to, to get it. Yeah. Well, it was an, another SUP, special use permit, because mm -hmm. I think the limit is seven and a half feet and they wanted to get higher than that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what that's. Well, I, like I said, it was, sure, I, I, had yeah. a, I had a slow day in, in the podcasting <laughs> world and I, and I, you know, tuned in the planning commission just to see what's going on. Um, they got to come back with things. It's the, the neighbor went up there and said, Hey man, I'm worried about the water. And, uh, which, yeah, I guess I'd be worried about the water too. And then they, you know, they say, well, what are you trying to hide? <laughs> are you trying to hide the railroad tracks, trying to hide what's going on in your backyard? I, I don't know. I'll never have a berm, but I, I, I've heard a lot of, uh, a lot of people have come to me saying that, uh, there, there's a lot of restrictions when you're trying to uh, build a house or upgrade your house. It yeah. was just interesting to watch the, the, the process. Yeah, there. It's, it's a, uh, it's a challenge in Lake Forest, but again, I mean, you know, there, the, the rules and regulations and all are there for a purpose. I mean, if you drive around the North shore, you go into some communities where it's, you know, there's no distinguishing between a type of home, but yeah. Lake Forest is pretty, you know, you go into neighborhoods and similar homes and all that, which I think is nice. So, you know, not saying it's an easy process, but uh, it is challenging. And, you know, when builders and all that come, come to the table with, you know, knowing what they need, yeah, it all works its way through. Well, except I'm just, some, except sometimes. Well, <laughs> it only matters when it affects you, right? So yeah, when you're, but they do a good job of, you know, the city does a good job of notifying neighbors and all that if major stuff is coming through. Oh yeah, I'm just talking about people trying to upgrade their house, and you know, one bathroom window is incorrect, and then they stop the job, and yeah, whatever. Well, well, that that is not, in my opinion, that's not that example is not a rules and regulations thing. That's uh, board members thinking they're higher, they're more expertise because they're on yeah. the board. So they, they force their opinions on, you know, petitioners, which I think is a joke because, you know, well, you know what I'm talking about, right? You've heard that too. And they're, Oh F, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, Mr. Jansen's um, I know you're putting a rectangle, a treehouse uh, in. I know you're putting a rectangle uh, window that meets all the code and all that uh, on your back addition, but I think it would look better with more of a half moon type of look, you know, I, and come back to the next meeting. And that's what I'm know, talking about. That's the, um, that's the, we're going to go back. You're just pulling me back into being the right people on boards and commissions because it's you know 
you know, these people that, that make those types of comments and they're all the time, or someone sits on their soapbox and starts explaining to a petitioner, it's like, really, dude? I mean, if this was your house, you'd be pulling all behind the strings to get that built, which I know there's a lot of people that have done that. Yeah, I mean, people need to stick to what they're there on the boards for not making, you know, I remember as watching one historic preservation and a, a big uh, house on the lake was being renovated. And some of these, they're no longer there, but some of these Einsteins that were on that commission, you know, they're silly stuff. Like, you know what, that railing, I, I understand that you want this this way, which looks great, but I prefer this. Can you go back and see what it takes? You know, that's the kind of crap that just is not needed. And, yeah. you know, stick to why you're on there. You know, let the petitioner get stuff done so they can get it done and move it on. And sometimes these people don't, but. That's kind of what I was speaking to. And then, yeah. you know, Kathy's at the top. So everybody points the finger at her. I've never und, met her. Unduly un, un, points I, the finger at her. That's what I'm saying. I'm putting it out there. I do all these people that scream about her. I'd love to see her, them take her seat and and try to yeah. make decisions where it it's right for the city, right for the homeowner, right for you know whoever. So I mean, again, I I I just think it's hilarious that people want to scream and holler at her. She does what she can. That's why you have the boards and commissions to fall back on when you can't make that decision or it doesn't flow through the city based on requirements. They have to bounce it to this independent, you know. So. Yeah. All right, Kathy, I'm sure, I know you're not listening out there or anybody in the city staff, but if you want to come on and give your two cents, you're always invited. Uh, so, Skew, let's, let's talk Yo. about the library. Let's talk about the library. Ah. Okay. I went to uh, one of our favorite listeners' houses. Uh, I did look at some books. Nice. Uh, Monica, I went over to her house. She uh, has some opinions on the types of books that are in the library. And Monica's old school, doesn't like electronics. So I uh, hefted out to her house, had a cup of coffee. Nice. She, she made me some lemon bars. When's the last time you had a good lemon bar? Not in a long time. Wow, Pete. They were tasty. Yeah. They were tasty. Thanks, so thanks I, for the, the invite. Well, oh. this is... Uh, Scoot, I try to keep you out of the... Because uh, it's one of those situations where you, you got to kind of see both sides. And I, I haven't had an opinion yet, but... You got these books that are displayed in the library, to, you know, certain topics, you know. If I remember from last week, you were going to share a book. Did you bring one? I have the pictures of them and I'll put them here. Um, right here. But uh, kind of the ones that everybody's been talking about, I haven't seen yet. So I'm not ready. I'll put the books that I saw and, and a lot of them, you know, dealt with families that have two dads or two moms and you know that that type of stuff um and you know there's there's all look last thing i'm gonna do is tell somebody how to live their life or tell them what books to read you know what i was kind of looking for was there's certain books that people are telling me about that show pictures of uh hey Pete. uh you know, oral sex and, what? you know, oh yeah, for kids. And uh, I'm like, wait a minute. Show, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. So I, I, I don't, when I hear that stuff, I don't believe it. I, I mean, as, as crazy as some people are, that I cannot believe there's books that are in the schools that show that. Now, library, library, libraries, yeah. libraries, there's libraries in schools too, but I can't believe that that, okay. that is, I mean, I'm sure some wackos maybe misinterpret stuff, but you got come on. <laughs> we're dealing with the outliers here, and uh, and and but, and kind of where I'm coming from. There should be an age range where, if there is something like that, you know, I called up the library, and library's always been straight up. You know, right from the early days, we've had them on the show, and you know, talking to them, and I'm saying, look, 
what is the there, there's policies there and there's forms you can fill out if you see that there's a book that's questionable whatever and, and there's like a kid's library and yeah <laughs> well mean, the whole point like... is what well there's age zero to seven and then uh to 12 years old there's a range there where you can have this type of stuff in there sure. and then you have you know you got different types of families nowadays than you did 50 years ago so you have people gathering that, again the what go ahead sorry oh they're getting yeah they're tell them the red again. lights on uh <laughs> so i mean like i said two dads two moms different whatever and they're appreciative that those books are in there to show a different lifestyle so the question is when do you present that to kids and what i kind of what i got was zero to seven you try to keep the questionable stuff out and uh then the what is questionable so that's a whole mother that's a whole mother so i don't know Scoo. it's i didn't see anything that i'll put the books up and i'm still investigating the next thing is you know people want to know well why are you spending money on these types of books and like you always say in a community sometimes you have to pay taxes for stuff you don't use in a community right so I don't know, still investigating, still checking it out, but there are things in place that you can do to uh, raise your concerns. But isn't, uh, isn't it about, I mean, the books, I mean, these kids' books, I mean, we all grew up with kids' books, I mean, but isn't it, you know, they're pretty basic, right? And who cares if it's, you know, two dads or two moms and all that, isn't it how somebody is actually teaching the kids to look at it? Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> and then the when you go, well, and they, they look at the books when you check them out. So you, they won't let you check the kids, check them out unless you got a, a guardian there with you right. to take, you know, to take them out. So, you know, my angle was, well, if you're going to display, just throwing politics in, cause it always comes down to politics. Sure. If you got stuff from the left that's out there, then you should have stuff from the right in the same section. And, Right. If you think they're promoting, you know, lifestyles or whatever, then here's a conservative lifestyle, you know, Dick and Jane. <laughs> well, it, it, uh, you know what? I was just going to mention that we grew up on, you know, Janet, Mark and Dick, not Dick and Jane, but Janet and Mark books. Remember those? It's like, see yeah. Mark run, see Janet run, yeah. spot their dog. They're hugging, yeah. spot their dog. I mean, there's no, you know, you know, I think the localization in the, that type of book, but I guess now they're more, you know, see Janet and Mark's parents. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Again, it's when you're, I guess, teaching that, that's where it becomes, because I guess a zero to seven year old, who cares? That's mom and dad or dad and dad or mom and mom, however they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not different until there's pointed out to them. <laughs> so, <laughs> which I know, think is the wrong thing. So right. I went out to hear one side and I talked to hear the other side. I'm inconclusive. I'll just put it here for, you know, to, to check out. And then if people have comments. I'm sure the left's going to say one thing, the right's going to say the other thing. And, you know, my, my philosophy is, man, never, never argue another person's wallet or their lifestyle, how they want to make a living or how they live their life, you know, right. so. All right, so I did that, Scoo, and then let's see. The next thing is, uh, hey, Saturday concert, all systems go, Maddie and Tay. Woohoo! Get your ticket. I don't know if I'm going to be doing tequila. I hope they got some suds there, though. Tequila and tacos. Oh, tequila! Can you do tequila, Scoo? I know. There's a lot. (laughs) Def Con. Too. <laughs> my my favorite birthday shot for a friend that I used to get for two friends. Yeah. Not to me. Two you friends. What a prairie fire is? No, what? It's a shot of tequila with a couple dashes of Tabasco. 
when I was <laughs> when I was in the bar business, I, I, well, I just keep say, going. That that thing goes down, right? Oh, that thing is cool. Yeah, you're like, uh, 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 no, 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 no. It's not right away. It's not right away. It's like a good 10, 15 seconds later. It's like (laughs) the eyes light up. It's like, what the hell was that? You start sneezing. (laughs) Oh, anyways, go ahead. In the old days in the bar biz, you had you had a tool at the bar. Insert tool here. Several tools. I used to well, go to the bar and got several tools at the bar. <laughs> and you know, to this day, there's several tools at the bar. Oh, you're talking like, gotcha. just go ahead. T- tools. And, uh, you know, you want to send them a little something, a good well, a, a, a goodbye drink or whatever. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the goodbye drink was uh, Bacardi 151 Oops. topped with a little, uh, Cinnamon schnapps. What? You know, fireball, it's cinnamon whiskey. Now oh. it's, it was cinnamon schnapps back then. Uh, ba- basically, they take it down and they'd be like, uh, all right, I have to go home now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, what, you're, you're in the bar business. And I was yeah. kind of lately, and, and you just said it. It's You no longer nick that shot. It, you can buy that like that in the bottle what do you what's yeah. your on all this new wave i just saw bud light the other day they're on a tv they were showing yeah. the the seltzer water real coke seltzer i mean it's like kids aren't drinking beer kids aren't drinking beer kids are watching carbs kids are yeah but even uh, vodkas i mean i remember I, I used to i was a big vodka drinker but i mean there's i know there's a lot of vodkas but then all of a sudden it's like you know what was my abs- i went absolute a lot and then it was an absolute citron absolute wine absolute coke absolute differentiation was, branding <laughs> like, I, I just want the regular stuff give me the well give me the well Here, here's what i can tell you and you're not supposed to do this in the bar biz but there's this thing called marrying where you have two partial bottles, you make one full one. <laughs> you're not you're not supposed to do that. But in the basement, <laughs> you might see it done. And then you get old booze, new booze, and and then the sweet stuff you throw in the fruit fly. So once look, once you get past the first or second drink, does it really matter? Ooh, I detect notes of vomit. <laughs> Wait, I was just drinking Tito's and it tastes a little weird now. <laughs> That's because we switched you. <laughs> to- you know, I you, you can't water the stuff down, but sometimes what I've seen people do is they go, you have to go through a distributor and I've seen people go outside the distributor like Costco and get the 1.75s and pour them in the you know, the leader bottles and uh, no, mm-hmm. bueno, not supposed to do that. But, um, and then you got rookies in there, you know, cleaning up at night. And sometimes they'll mix the wrong booze. Right. They're like, Hey, why doesn't that taste the same? So whatever. I, I used so, to, you know, back in the day, we used to, uh, you know, cleaning off the bar and all that. And yeah. Be half a beer left and all that. They'd also might order a beer at the other end of the bar and we'd take, the old beer poured into this one and top it off and go here you go no that's gross that's <laughs> very gross before covid you've seen people when <laughs> they use glass <laughs> no but the gross thing that you should always watch is when you hand in your glass like a real glass and you give it to the tender and then they give you another draft and they use your same glass and they touch it up to the tap no 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 bueno. no no bueno, no bueno. I, had, when I, I used to uh, bartend at the laner and uh, back in the day when it was just beer and wine. Yeah. And, and well, and when happy hour was legal or, I mean, it was. Well, it's back legal. Yeah, I know, but not as the happy hour yeah. that we grew up to. Those were phenomenal. I mean, the food spreads and, but anyways, I mean, it would be eight deep of people. And I remember good old Don Tiffany pulled me aside. He used to own it. Best dad. And he'd say, Scoop, 
I saw that last beer you poured. I want, I want this much foam. <laughs> this is a perfect beer. And he was right. I mean, but <laughs> you had to have a certain level of foam on the, uh, the glass as well that, as the pitcher. That's right. There's so much uh, spillage in, uh, in draft beer. I mean, there's good margins on it. Uh, but he, what do you tell me? I'm like, yeah, what the hell is this guy talking about? Just one freaking beer. But scope it over time. That's right. Lose like almost a keg of beer because of the overage, and never tip the glass and pour the beer. All you're doing is pour the beer. <laughs> I work with some guy that does it. Like the guy get the foam out. And like, dude, that's all beer. <laughs> Here, you know how you fix a flat beer, right? Mm. Sprinkle a little salt on it. Oh god. <laughs> you ever go to Russian Division back in the day? Yes. As, as petrified I, as I am of crossing Lake Cook Road, yes, I Yeah. Do. I worked at uh, Mother's. You ever get down to Mother's? Yes. Ever take a tumble down those steps? <laughs> Don't remember. <laughs> so the answer is yes. I've tumbled many a places back in the day. Hey, yeah. the 80s in Rush Street, that was, I mean. What was the you, bar where you had... Um, you sat in barber's chairs. I can never remember the name. And oh, and you wore... did the shots. <laughs> well, they were all copying it. Poets and uh, poets, they, they, poets. shenanigans. They all, you all had a bar. The original, you know, but the original one. There's one right. I can't even. It's... We'll have to look that up and put it right here. Yeah, I can't remember it, but it was upside it was down so margarita. Nasty. Oh yeah, it was just, you should walk in and just like you're sticking <laughs> to the floor. And they put that nozzle in your mouth. <laughs> no COVID. No COVID. Nah. <laughs> Never. Ah, uh, those are the hey, good old days. Poets. Hey, that's I what, love poets. Oh, uh, that was. Uh, I st occasionally filled in. They had the. Mothers was number one. I got the white jacket here somewhere. It doesn't fit anymore. But you had that white jacket with the red heart on it. That was Rush Street royalty walking around with that thing. Sunday nights, industry night. When you're in mm. college, you know. I never lived it, down there, but went now, down there. I spent a couple nights down there. But, uh, you know, being in your 20s in Rush Street, that, you know, that's a good thing. Now it's, Is that even, uh, I was just going to say, is that even a thing i think the south siders do it no offense uh but now they hang out at wrigleyville because mm. you know wrigley used to be a dump now it's so still is <laughs> i don't see anybody hanging around comiskey one of the greatest parts in there well right. comiskey's no longer but uh it's yeah. always comiskey to me i know same with me but they got great beer great food yeah yeah and so, are challenging and are a good team, unlike the AAA team that represents the other side of town. So you're saying the Sox are going to be in the playoffs? I don't yep. think so. The Really? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Everyone's I heard my family talking about it. They're all Sox fans, and I'm everyone's like, Everyone's okay. hammering Larusa because he's uh, sleep at the wheel and all that. Yeah, he might be, but I tell you what, and I said this at the beginning of the year, that uh, – the way he manages, you may not like it. I don't like it at times, but what he does is he sacrifices early wins to make sure everyone on that bench is contributing and playing enough when it comes down to this time of year, when they start getting the momentum and someone like Tim Anderson goes down, they don't skip a beat. Even though he's the stud, they don't skip because they've been playing all these guys. So there's a method to the madness. Now, did he get, did they get too far behind? They're a game out, so we'll have to see. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great, it's an interesting way he does things. But um, if they can get to. How did you get to be a Sox fan, Scoo? I went with the, my first baseball game, and we used to go with the rec department they used to you know back in the day you know you play little league and all that through the rec 
they would have their summer trips, which were phenomenal. They take you to a Sox game. I never really ever remember. We went to a Cubs game later on, but uh, it was always a Sox game, probably because they sucked and there was no fans there. So yeah. you can take a bus loads of kids there. But um, well, Vec was very crowd friendly. Yeah. But then, uh, so that my first game was a bat day, and I got Pat Kelly's bat. Not, not the original one, but it had a little signature yeah, a little. on it. And it was a big blue bat, and I always had it. And, you know, I just started, you know, come home. And I think it was because I'm, I'm you know, everyone around here was Cub, Cub, Cub. And I like the Cubs. I mean, I'd come home from school, pop on the last four innings or so of the Cubs game yeah. and Jack Brickhouse. But the thing was, I couldn't get the socks because it was on channel 44. <laughs> With those rabbit ears. It was always like, <sighs> but yeah, um, well, before well, cable, yeah. well, how did you, how bad was this signal? Horrible. I, I mean, literally whack. And then I had Here's to default the and, go, and I had to default and go back to channel nine because that was the only, but um, I, I liked that growing up. I liked the, I love the uniforms, the red pinstripes and um, early seventies, Dick Allen and all those guys. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I love watching them. The but, chaps. Um, yeah. And I think it was also because there are so many Cub fans. I hated that. So I had to be, you know, you know, Cub fans. Glenn Beckert was my favorite player. Uh, so, but, do you ever do baseball cards? No. Never? No. I mean, you get them in your little pack of gum and all that, but I never was uh, – I used to flip them, you know, yeah. how fast you can flip them and maybe cut somebody when you're tossing it. <laughs> Bicycle wheel? <laughs> nah, that was – that was too corny i mean <laughs> we used to build i used to build with my neighbors take our little schwinn bikes and saw off the forks and put big forks you know additional forks yeah. and send them that easy little... rider <laughs> here comes scoo but no that's i mean that's how i became a toxin just always you know and then as i got a little bit older people like who the hell are you a cub fan up on the no or Sox fan on that's even more solidification wise but they're all right. better than the cubs scoo bears training camp scouts training camp any thoughts i think the scouts just got back from where they go whitewater or something like that not whitewater but um they go up north to do their thing and they're back and they're, wait the bears you mean no no scouts, scouts go, go up to what yeah, they, I don't not not Whitewater, but I can't remember what they go up up north for a, uh, either a couple days or a, yeah, a couple days. Of, really? Yeah, they've done that for years. Did not know. Um, I did not know that. Yeah, a little bonding session there. Yeah, and, but uh, they just got back and they're getting ready. I mean, we're two weeks away. No, all right, less than that. What's Saturday? Is Saturday the Actually, I think uh, blue gold might be Saturday. Interesting. Okay. What's the, what's the date? I can't believe it. 17th, 18, 19, 20? Yeah, 20. 20 is the blue gold, and then uh, next week is, wow, next Friday. Wow. <laughs> me, 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 me. Scoo, Scoo Walker, first down. All right, you're in uh, <laughs> Need some hot tea small foods huh <laughs> all right uh the mayoral race uh is rolling right along looking for candidates i guess I heard, uh, uh they're really trying her had her um interview they really want her oh, her and prue her and prue it'll be interesting i just can't imagine I mean, that would be the true test. And true test, is, I mean, again, I don't envy the caucus interviewees, I should say. They're not getting, you know, slouches yeah. to interview. They're getting next alderman. And... They, 
I guess uh, I I haven't ever heard the term beta male. Have you? <laughs> what the hell? Is that? Is that like I guess beta, beta max. I, I, you have alpha males. I guess they have alpha females and beta males. What's a beta male? I guess not as good as an alpha male. I I don't know, but uh, they're the putting male, the more they're interviewing token males. <laughs> Are there, or are they're interviewing some good males. I, I think some are better than yeah. Well, know, that, which, which again, they're not into selecting the best person. Yeah, which which is yeah. well, it's going to be a female. So oh yeah, I anticipate it. Scoo, let's just say Melanie goes goes up for mayor. They do select her. Would you run against her? Would I? Yeah, for mayor. No, I'd probably win, but I, you know, wouldn't, you know, subject myself to that. I'd probably kill her, but uh, <laughs> just in the debate alone. But um, nah. Tell you what, would you be? Let's just say they do put Melanie in there, and I run for mayor. Would you be my mm -hmm. right hand guy? I can I Excuse be? Me? What the can, what? You're if, right. If if they put <laughs> Melanie up for mayor. Oh, oh, okay. All right. If yeah. the caucus says, Melanie, here you go. And I run against Melanie, would you, can I be your uh, puppet government for you? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Scoo, what do I say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't run. You would, you, you'd probably kill her too. Uh, There's just too well, much. I mean, it's just, you bring up a certain couple things and it's done. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> and then uh, I guess, like, is there a secretary? Yeah. yeah. Come on, Scoo. I would help nah. you. Come on. No, I got to be an alderman first. It's a prerequisite. You need to Not know if you get voted. Yeah, you need to know more about the government and how it works. Common sense. I mean, I do, but, you know. Scoo, me and you together. We'll go partners in. There's no vice mayor. <laughs> the VM. <laughs> if they yeah, put I, Melanie in there, one of us got to go in. If they select her, yeah, then everything has been a fix on this whole thing. From well, from well, the they first are going to select. We started her. talking. You think? I don't know. Yeah, I do think. I, Scoo. I'm gonna I'm gonna say improve, here, but I, you know here up here we're recording. Heard, I won't I won't heard I, other things. I've, I won't I, edit this out. That lawsuit's gonna get dropped, and okay, that that'll go away, and then Melanie's they're gonna. I think that's what's you, gonna happen. You think that's getting dropped? I haven't heard anything. You must have heard. I haven't heard, dude. The signs I'm are still up. I'm pulling this out of my hindquarters, but mm. I, I got to, you know, reading the tea leaves, mm -hmm. I, I think it's going to get dropped. And then, okay, everything's okay for Melanie. And she comes in and then here we go. It's not though. All right. She's got, she's got other baggage, much, much right. bigger baggage. All right. Okay. Well, that you know about. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, they put that's, her up. I will, one of us that's has the first to... thing that's going to come up, not the lawsuit. Yeah. Okay. That, that uh, they, what, didn't, what, they didn't want to bring up at, at any council meetings, ever clarify, but uh, whatever. What, what thing are you talking about, Scoo? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but she did. Okay. Well, let, if the caucus has the uh, chicharonis to put her up. <laughs> It'll be interesting. They, like I said, it's a it's a challenge. I mean, you, it's not a challenge. They don't care. They, they're interviewing very good people. To, you know, that's why I say. I mean, there's better people. I said this last time. There are better people that are interviewing. Yeah, she is at the bottom of the list of who they're interviewing. It doesn't matter. They pick her. That's they what I'm self, saying. They have self fulfilled all their, you know stuff that we've been talking about 
and it's going to happen, Scoop. I don't. I don't think they have that. August seventeenth, twenty twenty-two. The Lake Forest Caucus has the chicharrones to put MR up on the slate. I don't think they have the Nuggets. I, I think they. <laughs> and 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 it would then it would then further, uh, you know the person they put on the caucus, you know, the ex-alderman, I'm thinking on his name right now, you know, he's been in all the uh, meetings and interviews to bring that uh, aldermanic. You mean Ken? Yes. Novitz? That aldermanic expertise into the interview sessions, but. um, Well, they put, they put her wife and Mrs. Nothing in ex-alderman and. How isn't that kind of a conflict of interest? Scoo, that's what I'm saying. You're going to see MR by the caucus. David Hunt and her are going to go hand in hand up to the podium. <laughs> we will win 2023. I will bet. You, oh, that if that's the case, then I would I would encourage if that happens, anyone that was denied like a Prue or. Randy Tack or whoever they're interviewing to go against them. Yeah. Because she would get slaughtered. Slaughtered. Like old old time stockyards. Yeah. I mean she would get slaughtered. And that that is not what the caucus want. You can't have, you know, your caucus supported person getting, you know, wiped out, particularly in a mayoral. Well, all those but, people that are in there are put in by the Kim fails of the world and uh well let's see I don't I don't think when it comes down to it that's that's the to me that's the um whole problem is when it comes to it when it comes to something critical like this all the yeah don't have the cojones they'll pick the the right person and like I said my opinion she is at our, opinion. Our, our opinion. opinion. She is at the bottom of the talent that they're interviewing. And that means she's going to be put forward with David Hunt hand in hand. 2023, we will do this. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. No way. All female. Not all female not. aldermen, mayors. I'm telling you, there won't no. there won't be any nuggets. If they're the best, yes. Okay. If they're if. the best. Scoo, that about wraps up this edition of Lake Forest Podcast. you have any final thoughts and words? No. Festival, music festival. Get your tickets. I'll see you Notice. down there. Look for the big head, big hat. Right. You wearing Drink a it. hat? Wear uh, I, my nephew brought it back from uh, Montana, so I will have a hat. Cut off gray jeans? You got to go with the cut off jeans. Uh, I'll have camouflage shorts on. Oh, go to cut off jeans. at the. I end. hate to cut. Oh man, I hate to do your, that too and much. And your boots. And stone wash. And your boots, and then a button uh, fly. And a halter top. And a halter. <laughs> Hundred bucks in your pocket if you do that, and I can get a picture of it. Uh, and we can then put it right. Does Photoshop count? No, it's, it's got to be. Gotta be real. I gotta, nice to be I gotta see you walking. All right, with here your, with your strut and your frayed cut off <laughs> Levi's <laughs> and your halter top with your cowboy hat and the <laughs> gut hanging out. <laughs> where 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 are we gonna meet all the listeners? If any listeners or watchers want to see us, where are we gonna be, school? I don't know. What stage? Some good music. I might be I, just floating around. What, what's home base? What's home base? My home base? Like, where are we going to hang out? Like, you know, you know, if you're a kid, if you're, if you're a kid and you're lost, you say, all right, if we get lost, we're going to meet here. Where's the meet here spot at this show? There isn't one curtain. If, if my kids were young and yeah. they were getting lost, I, you got lost, you know, you're a thousand feet away from home. Yeah. Turn and walk home. <laughs> but there's so many people. 
All right, Stu, I'll look for you. We'll uh, we'll have to text. Maybe we'll put a little update up on our Facebook page and let everybody know. Hundred bucks in your pocket. Dude, you don't, you don't have to wear it all night. Just do it once and walk through the crowd and then get a I'll, photo. I'll be close. Then... I will be close. I'll have to go through my wardrobe and see what I got. Oh, Maybe it, it would be classy. Take a pair of your old jeans, just cut them off, like seventies. <laughs> You know how much jeans are nowadays? They're all stretchy and Target, the same. Scoo, another great show. Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers and listeners just like you, like Shark Guy Beach Fishing, premier South Florida beach fishing experience on Longboat Key, Florida. Their world-renowned captains not only put you on the fish, but to help you and your family make a memory of a lifetime. Check them out on Facebook at SharkGuyBeachFishing.com and schedule an outing. Shark Guy is your guy for your next charter. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Reverend Lufak from the Church of the Holy Spirit. Matt A. Elizabeth C. Coast and Lance Otto, RDM, Broadstop Breakfast Group in Kenosha, Captain Mike's in downtown Kenosha, Greentown Tavern in Waukegan, and welcoming our newest supporter, Johnny C. <laughs> bon voyage. See you. Adios. See you, <laughs> see you tonight. This could be Saturday. Huh? See That's you right. tonight. Adios. Padna. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 100 bucks. Hundred bucks. I got it. Let me. I'll have some nice version of it. One. Maybe I'll have twenty five dollars worth of the hundred. We'll see. As long as the halter's on. <laughs> That'd be a vest, black vest, no shirt. They even do people even use halter top anymore? <laughs> or is it? Have you been? Have top? you been to the? You've been to the south side? <laughs> no. Cut that out too. I'll be there Thursday. <laughs> Scoo. Peace. Melody, we love you. Quarter value. Target acquired. Take a picture. Engage. I was fishing, he was wishing, we were kissing, I was getting better.